This episode has been brought to you by Project Ikute Torah, where we are here to help you learn, live, and love Torah Or and Lakute Torah. To learn more about us, visit projectikutetorah.org. We're learning the Sikha of Shabbos Parshas Vayera Tavshin and Beis. The Sikha could be found in Sefer HaSikha's Tavshin and Beis, Chalik Aleph, page 258. The Rebbe starts off by saying that in the beginning of this week's Parsha, the Pasuk says, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, Vo'eira l'Avrom el Yitzchuk ve'el Yaakov b'Kel Shakai, I've appeared to Avrom, Yitzchuk, and Yaakov with the name Kel Shakai, u'shmi avayel lo'i noidati lo'em, and I have not become known to them, with the name Havaya. And then the Pasuk goes on to say, Therefore tell the Bnei Yisrael, Ani Havaya, etc. So we need to understand, number one, regarding the point of these Psukim, that Hashem did not appear to the Alois with the name Havaya, rather with the name Kelshakai. And to the Bnei Yisrael, Hashem is going to appear now with the name Havaya, as it's explained in my Morimuxidus. If that's the case, how does the word Lochein and word of Nei Yisrael, the word Lochein, how does this fit in? Lochein usually means therefore. It's as a result of what just happened. So the Pasuk is as if saying, because I did not appear to Avram, Yitzchuk, and Yaakov with the name Havaya, rather with the name Kel Shakai, therefore, held the Bnei Yisrael that I'm going to appear to them with the name Havaya, that seems to be the opposite of what the Psukim are actually saying, which is that the Bnei Yisrael are going to have something that they always did not have. So what does it mean that because I appeared to the always with Kel Shakai, therefore tell the Bnei Yisrael I'm going to appear to them with the name Havaya? That's question number one. Question number two, taking this a step further. The way the Parsha starts is about the special quality of the Bnei Yisrael, the special advantage that they are going to have, that Hashem is going to appear to them with the name Havaya, which is not what he appeared to the Avlis with. What's the name of the Parsha? The name of the Parsha is Vo'eira, which is referring to how Hashem did appear to the Avlis, which is not with the name Havaya. That means to say that the Parsha in which the, the discussion is and what the parsha is talking about is about the Hisgalus, the revelation to Bnei Yisrael, which was not by the Yahweh, something greater than the was by the Yahweh, and yet how is the parsha being referred to, referred to as Vo'eira, meaning to say we're discussing the name of the parsha is how Hashem had appeared to the Yahweh. Again, seemingly not what the parsha is actually about, which is going to be about the Gimli that's going to be by the Bnei Yisrael different to the Yahweh's and more than the Yahweh's. Therefore, the Rebbe says receive base. It seems to me it makes sense that since the Yahweh's are called by this name, of which they are our fathers, and as Rashi, when Rashi is quoting the beginning of the Parsha, he says, and he puts in the word El Avois, meaning to say they were focusing and emphasizing the idea of it, that Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov are our Avois. Avois, generally, are higher than the children. They are the source to the children. They are the straightest locker. They are the source for all in B'nai Yisrael. So obviously, they have something greater than the children have. 
even though the children got the Shema Vaya, that was not Mizgala to the Avois, that was not revealed to the Avois, yet we have to say that the Avois are greater and are the source for what's going to be by the children. Furthermore, the Milo, the special benefit of the Avois, is even compared to Moshe Rabbeinu himself, to whom the Eimbishter is saying, Ani and through whom the Gimli of Shem Havai is going to be to all of B'nai Yisrael, yet the Avois are greater than Moshe Rabbeinu as well. And as Rashi himself says, in the beginning of this parsha, that the Eibushter says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Chaval, it is a pity, al da'andin v'lo mishtakshin, for those that were lost, referring to the Avois, that have passed away already, I can no longer be found. The Eibushter says, Yeshu ili and I have what to bemoan, the passing of the Avois, because many times I appeared to them with Kel Shakai, and they never challenged me, they never asked me, Mashumecha, what is your name? And you're immediately asking, what is the name of Hashem? The always never question my ways, and you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are asking, so why have you done harm to these people? So clearly, there's definitely a certain mile in the always over Moshe Rabbeinu even. Furthermore, not only is there a certain quality in the always over the Bonim, but even regarding the inyanim of that the Bnei Yisrael have themselves, is coming from the always. In fact, this is the fact that the Abishter appeared to the Avois. This is what causes that the children could later have the Gilui of Shem Similar to a Gemara that says, that a father benefits, brings things to the son, gives things to the son. Or like the idea of Maisa Avois is similar to him, that what our fathers have done, what the Avois have done, that is what gives the Koyach to the children. Or to use the expression of this very Avram, because I appear to Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov, therefore, in other words, as a result of the appearance of the Yavis, that's what brings the Gilri to the Bnei Yisrael, as will be explained later. So in other words, what the Rebbe has been saying is that in the beginning we were trying to understand how is a cause for, for what's going to be by the Bnei Yisrael of greater Gili. It would seem to be that they're two opposites. It would seem to me we're saying that the Avois only had a smaller Gili and the Ibn are going to have something greater. If that's the case, why are we saying Lachayim? But now the way that is understanding it is that in fact everything that's going to be by the Bnei Yisrael, even what seems to be higher than the Avois, is really coming from the Avois as well as will be explained. Seir Gimu. To explain this, it's explained in Chassidus that the Gilui of Shem Havaya, this revelation of Shem Havaya, which is also known as Shem HaEtzem, the name of the very essence, or the essential name, Shem HaMofoyer is the explicit name, Shem HaMayuchah, the special name, the unique name. This is, a, the Shem HaMavaya is a level of Elikus that's completely higher than the world. And this Gilui was by Matan Torah. And therefore the Avois, which clearly were before, before Matan Torah. That's why they only had the Va'era, the Gili of Kael Shakai. They only had a level of Elikus, which is connected to the world. Whereas Shmi Almaya, Loinoi Datilem Hashem did not become known to them yet with the name Havaya. On the other hand, the Bnei Yisrael that merited Matan Torah after Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, 
to them was Nizgala, to them was revealed the name Havaya, as the Apostle goes on to say, Yisrael, tell the Bnei Yisrael, I am Hashem. I'm going to take them out from under the burdens of Mitzrayim, etc. I'm going to take them as my nation, and you will know, in other words, clearly, as a continuation and as a result of going out of Mitzrayim and Matan Torah and so on, they are going to have the Gilu of Shem Amaya. Whereas the Avois were before all of that. Now, even though the Avois were before Matan Torah. But in addition to the fact that we know that Avram Avinu fulfilled all of Torah even before it was given. In addition to that, we know that Avram Avinu was the one that prepared, or by Avram was already a beginning of the ideas of Matan Torah. This is specifically emphasized by the mitzvah of Milot that Avram Avinu had, which this mitzvah by Avram was similar to the mitzvahs of after Matan Torah. We know that one of the main differences and the chidushim of what happened after Matan Torah is that the kedusha was now able to permeate the gashuistic objects, and this is also what happened by the mitzvah of Milot of Avram Avinu. We know that Avram Avinu, when he has to make his servant Eliezer swear, Make a shavua, take an oath. He says, Put your hand under my thigh. Because one who takes an oath has to be holy. A mitzvah, something of a mitzvah, something of holiness. And by Avraham Avinu, this was the mitzvah of Mila. In other words, the whole chidush that happened by Matan Torah. Then Elikus godliness was able to come inside the world. What we know as Chibur El the upper and the lower world were able to connect. As the Medrash tells us that by Matan Torah, the Abish did nullify that decree and said that El the upper ones could come down, the lower ones could go up. So this will happen by Matan Torah, but it had started already by Avraham Avinu, by the Mitzvah of Mila, which is year two, we had something Begashnius that had a Kedusha in it. Even though this connection and combination of what happened by Matan Torah. So by Avodah it was only regarding one particular mitzvah. It was the mitzvah of Mila. It was the one Eiler. Just one part of the goof of Avodah and Avodah is a Merkavah But seemingly, it's not really affecting the rest of the world, says the Rebbe, but in truth, Really, right over here, there's already also showing the connection and the effect on the world as well. On Tachtoini Mamish. And as we could see this in the details, looking at what was the result of this particular oath that Eliezer had to take in connection with the mitzvah of Milo. By and using the mitzvah of Milo as this particular faith of Kedusha. What was the oath that was taken? So it was regarding the Shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka, which as explained in other memoriam of Hasidus and Sikhs of the Rebbe, it represented, that Shidduch represented a special unity between the levels called Ma and Ban. So not going to go right over here to explain the whole idea, but it's explained in other Sikhs of the Rebbe that Ma generally, the Shem Ma, one of the names of Hashem, the miracle value of one of the names of Hashem represents the upper realms and Ban represents the lower ones. So Yitzchak and Rivka represents this Shidu on the higher worlds and the lower worlds, which is really the whole idea of what Torah and Mitzvah is all about, bringing Kedusha into the lower world. So therefore, even though 
the Mitzvah Mila again seemingly was only regarding the Aver of Avram Avinu himself, a very holy person. But really it's being used over here in a more general way to bring about the Shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka, or even more general, the connection between El Yuinim and Tachtoinim. Also, who is the one that was involved in this? Who is the one that's taking the oath? Was Eliezer Eved Avram. Now, who is Eliezer Eved Avram? On the one hand, regarding the Shidduch of Yitzchak, Avram Avinu tells him that my son is blessed and you are cursed and there's no way that my son can do a Shidduch with your daughter because you are cursed and he is blessed. Nevertheless, Eliezer is the one that brings about the Shidduch between Yitzchak and Rivka, which emphasizes an idea of his taking the dark, taking the negativity itself, transforming it into light or meriru lemiska bitterness into sweet. In other words, taking someone like Eliezer, and yet he is the one bringing about the Elyoinim the upper and the lower, to come together in the greatest form. And therefore, once again, the mitzvah of Milo, the way it was by is already starting to accomplish things similar to the way they are after Matan so since when did Hashem appear to Avram Avinu? It was in connection of the mitzvah of Milo, as Rashi quotes over here that by the parasha of Milo, the Abraham just says to Avram Avinu, "Ani kel shakai, etc." And as we just said, the mitzvah of Milo is the one that begins the ideas of Matan Torah. So therefore, we have to say that in truth, since Avram Avinu is starting the inyanim of Matan Torah, so in a certain sense, and that is included also. The revelation of Shem Avayah that's going to be by Matan Torah. So the point that the Rebbe was making over here is that yes, on the one hand, it's mainly the name Kel Shakai that was by Avraham Avinu, but since Avraham Avinu is preparing the world already for Matan Torah, and since by Matan Torah is going to be the Gilu of Shem Avayah, so really by the mitzvah of Milo of Avraham Avinu, and through the outweight of Avraham Avinu, in a certain sense, there's already the beginning of the Gilu of Shem Avayah as well. Nevertheless, as the Rebbe in Sivdalit, the Pesach says, I appeared to Avram, etc., and I did not make myself known with my name Havaya, because after all, it was only in connection with the mitzvah of Mila so far. And the Rebbe explains, what's the problem with that? What's the problem if it's only in connection to the mitzvah of Mila? So one of the ideas, of the Chiddush of Matan Torah, why that's connected to the Gilu of Shem Havayah, is because the idea of Matan Torah, as we explained, is bringing godliness into the world. Even though we're speaking about a Shem Havayah, something that's completely higher in the world, and yet it's going to come into the world. And why is that? And how is it possible? Because the Shem Havayah is believable. Shem Havayah represents a level of godliness that's completely unlimited, and therefore it could come into even this Gashmi is the world, a world of limitation and concealment and so on. Now, since by Aram Avinu, this Gilui, this Kedusha, only was apparent and only was connected with the Mitzvah of Mila, as we said before, it's a part of Aram Avinu's Gulf, but in the world itself, the Kedusha did not come into yet. It did not permeate the world yet. So therefore, we cannot say that the shame of Ayat is begilu, because we don't see it, the real effect of the bleedful of Shem that did come into the world. On the other hand, 
since the Kedusha did come into a certain extent by the mitzvah of Milo, at least into the Guf of Avraham Avinu. And that had to happen also because of this Koyach unbelievable for Elikus, for the level of godliness that's higher in the world, to be able to come into this world, had to be a Koyach unbelievable. Therefore, we say that it's already the beginning of Shem of the Gilui of Shem of that unlimited Koyach that's going to happen by Matan Torah. It is only that at that time, it is not revealed yet. It's not so noticeable in the world yet. And only after Matan Torah it will be. Says so that if based on this, we could also say it's Gishmach, and we can understand more the expression that the Pasuk says, Ushmi Dati Rashi says like this. It does not say Dati, it says Dati, which means Loinikarti, etc. And the Rebbe explains what this means is like this. Dati means I did not become known with the name Havaya. Rashi explains that it does say loyalty dot. He does say I didn't inform them that my name is Havaya. It's just that I was not recognized by the name of Havaya, meaning to say that, yes, Shem Havaya is there already. Of course, Avraham Avinu knew about Shem Havaya, but it's not recognizable yet. It's not revealed yet in the world. But of course, the main gilu of Shem Havaya already started by the mitzvah of Milo. The Rebbe says to CFA, on a deeper level, in addition to the beginning of this chibor of combination of El Yoinim the Chiddush of Matan that happened by Mitzvah of Milo, the truth of the matter is by the Avois, and from the Avois coming down to the children, there is something even greater than that as well. And the Rebbe explains, the Chiddush of the combination and the connection between El Yoinim V'Tachtoinim is that it comes into the definitions and the boundaries of the world. You have a world which is divided and separated by El Yoyin You have a world where there's a separation between the upper and the lower, and clearly it is a Gzeira, there's a separation that El Yoyinim Loyeru the upper should not go down to the lower, and the lower should not come up to the, and the lower should not go up to the El to the upper ones. By Manu Toyo, we said this Gzeira was bottled, and now there is this combination between Al Yain and Vitafainim. Now that's all when we're speaking about the world, which has some sort of definitions and some sort of limitations. And beside the level of the Likos, which is in some way limited and therefore in some way a contradiction to the world. But if we want to speak about the level of the Likos that's completely, completely beyond the world, completely higher than any gender than any limitations and definitions of Elion Vitarlin. Based on that level of the Likus that's so removed from limitations, so it's not even possible that it should be a separation between Elion and Tachtoinu. So therefore, the truth of the matter is that level of the Likus is in Elionim and Tachtoinim is both in the upper and the lower worlds equally even before Matantoiru. So if we're speaking about a level of the Likus that's completely hard in the world, there's really no difference between El Yoyim and Taktoyim. So what happened by Matan Torah? It's that also within the world, a world where there seems to be a separation between spirituality and physicality, here too, in this world, should be able to be felt that level of Likus that's completely hard in El Yoyim and Taktoyim. So now we can understand regarding the Gilead of Shema Vayi that the Yidin had by Matan Torah. 
And the Pasuk says that the Amish just says to Moshe Rabbeinu, tell the Bnei Yisrael, I am Hashem and I'm going to take you as my nation and you're going to know that I am the Avai, that I am Avaya. So we can understand that this Chidush is happening because of the avoid of Bnei Yisrael in the world. By fulfilling Torah and Mitzvah, making that connection between El Yoinim and Takhtoinim, that's the way it's practically being revealed because of their Avoidah. But in truth, even before they do the Avoidah, you have already the essence of the Yid himself. And the essence of the Yid is really even higher than Torah, as the Medrash tells us, that the thought, the Abish just thought Kabayafal about even coming before everything, even before Torah. And that's exactly what the Avoidah are all about. What does the Avish represent? The source of the Yid, the essence of the Yid. In other words, that level of the Yid is even higher than Torah. And this is starting from Avram of Inu, the one that's called Echod Hoya Avram. And he is the one that's the beginning, the first, the head of all believers. He was the one that opened the channel for Emunah and Mesiras Nefesh, which comes from the essence of the Neshama. So therefore, again, it was speaking just based on the essence of the Neshama. Really, immediately, it's connected to a level of likus that's higher than the world completely, and there's no contradiction between Aliyahim and Tachtoinim. The Hinduish, what happened by Matan Torah, is at this level of the essence of the Yidl, or this level that's the idea of the Amoist, representing the essence of the Yidl, should also come down in a revealed way, also not only remaining by the essence of the Nefesh, or by that Koyaf and the Moon, and so on, but also permeating and coming into the rest of the koiches of the nefesh and also as it comes into a gulf in this gashwizdika world in order to achieve in the world and doing fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs bringing down this level of elikus which is completely higher than Elion and Takli. So just to summarize again this, this Lakuda to explain it a little bit and to summarize this idea what the Rebbe was saying is now what does it mean that the Abish is appearing to the Yomwes? And this is the Koyach later what gives the Bonin to bring about Shema Vayib Amatun Torah is because you have this level of Elikus which is really completely higher than Elion and Tachtin together which is connected to that essence of the Yid which is also higher than Torah and so to speak precedes the union of Torah and this is the Darga of the Omois which later gives the Koyach that when we come into the world we give Imamshet Elikus of Torah and Mitzvahs into our world. The Rebbe says as to explain this in more detail. The Chiddush by Matan Torah regarding the Yidl and through them also in the world is not only about how much and what is being brought down, Lamata, down into this world, or saying that this greatest, highest level is coming down, but really the Chiddush is also the fact that we're drawing down the essence, the excellent. In other words, Davke, by bringing down Elikus into this lowest world, Davke here, we're, we're revealing the deepest and highest levels of Elikus, the very essence which is not limited and not defined by anything, by any sort of levels, and therefore it could come to every single place. And this idea, the Amshach HaSalatz, and bringing down the essence of Hashem, which we just said happens mainly Davke by coming down Lamata, that already was also by the always, by the Mitzvah of Milo, the idea of bringing down Kedusha into the Gashli as the Gegu from this physical world. However, Serious is it not coming to the rest of the world yet? The lowliest parts of the whole world. So therefore, what we're saying is it's not noticeable that the etzim was nimshan, that the etzim, that the essence of Hashem was revealed over here. In other words, 
that because there's absolutely no limitation, therefore it could come everywhere. So before Matan Torah, we didn't see it yet. It did not come everywhere. Only after Matan Torah, when Kedusha came down to the rest of the world, now we could see this is the essence that's absolutely not limited by anything. But nevertheless, the Koyach rule of this was already by the Ovis. Well, that's why the Posek emphasizes, I did appear to the Ovis, meaning to say that in essence, the Gili of Hashem was by the Ovis already, because the Avoid of the Yidden after Makam is mainly in a way that they're getting involved in the world, involved in a world where there's an Elyon and a Tachin and so on. In other words, a world where there's already all the details other than Neshama, etc., where's the Avoid of the Ovis? That was mainly coming just from the essence of the Neshama, just with that Koyach of Amun, as we said before. And it's with this Koyach that what they always did. Now the sons, the children that inherit all the matters of the always can go ahead and do their Avoidah in a way that they are revealing and bringing down the etzim, the essence of Elikus in their Avoidah down here in this world, which as we said, Dapka, by bringing it into this world, you draw down the highest levels of Hashem. Says the Rebbe of Yeshuaimar that Matul Torah we know is the idea of the marriage between the Yidl and the Abishter. As it says, Yoim Chasunasoi. Yoim Chasunasoi is the words of Apostolic, and the Gemara says this refers to Matul Torah. What happens by a Chasana? We know that the Envoys, Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov, are coming to this marriage, just like by the marriage of every Chasun Kala by Yidl. We say that the parents and grandparents, up to three generations, even of those that have passed away already in Eulah Embes, come to a chasana. So by the chasana of the Yidn with the Abishter, who comes? They always come. And that emphasizes, number one, that the avoid of the children of Bnei Yisrael, the avoid after Matan is with the koyar of the always that have come to this chasana. And number two, that the Koyach of the Ovois, this Koyach, that essence that the Ovois have in there, they are giving over. How is it practically going to be revealed in the world? And that is through the Bonim, through the children, through the Avoid of the Yid. Says the Rebbe in Sivzai, we could add to all of this and to explain this concept of this idea that the name of Hashem is not really known before Matan Torah. The Rebbe is now going to explain how to a certain extent, in a certain way, this is also true after Matan Torah, because Torah we know is eternal. So everything has to apply now as well. So one could ask the question, since thousands of years passed from the Abish, there wasn't a scholar of Matan Torah with the name of Avaya. So what is the Shui Avaya Loinoidati? That with my name, Hashem, I did not become known. What does it mean to us today? So the Rebbe explains as follows. We could explain and say that even though the Ramatun Torah there was the Gili of Shem Avayit, as the Pasuk says, we adopt them, that now you're going to know that my name is Avayit, I'm going to become known as Avayit. Nevertheless, since when Washiach comes, Lossed Loi, the Pasuk says, What is going to be from me, Eloikim? That means to say that there's going to be such a great Gilui, even greater than what's now known as Shema Vai. That compared to that, the Shema Vai is going to be considered as if it is only on the level of Shema Liku. And it is going to be a higher level of Shema Vai revealed. The main Gilui of what's called Shwayan Godul, the great name of Hashem. 
if that's the case, so even right now, the gilu of after Matan is in a way that Shmi Avayi really the name of Avayi, the way it's going to be Washia comes, is not known yet. In other words, there's going to be a chindush when Washiach comes in the glory of Shem Havaya. And there will be the chindush in Torah. We say, Torah chandosh me'iti teitzis. There's going to be completely new dimensions of Torah revealed. And a marriage is finally going to be complete between the Abishter and Knesset Yisrael. As Razal tells us that this world and this time is only compared to Eilis and to the first stage of marriage. But when Mashiach comes, is going to be the full marriage, and therefore also in the Gilui of Shema Vaya is going to be a much greater one, and therefore compared to that, we say that nowadays, as we don't have yet the full Gilui of Shema Vaya. To explain this further, the Rebbe says, just like we said earlier, regarding the advantage of the Avoid of Yidin after Matul compared to the Avoid of all these before Matul that is specifically because Elikus is coming down into this world after Matantaira. That brings about the exim, the essence. And as long as it didn't come all the way down, besides by the mitzvah of Milo, that itself was a proof that we didn't have the etzim yet. And before Matantaira, Mishael, Elikus did not permeate the world yet in a similar way as when we compared to Zmanazet. Because the fact that the Edsim is not coming down all the way down over here doesn't only mean that it's not here yet, but also in how much it's revealed. Because if we speak about the essence, it also does not have to be concealed. To speak about the essence, surely it can also be revealed. So even though yes, it's true, the essence is here already now as well through our Avoida. But the fact that we don't have it revealed yet so through our actions, we're bringing down the essence. But uh, the gilu of all of this is only going to be when Mashiach comes, when the glory of Hashem will be revealed, and all flesh will see godliness. So the fact of the matter is that as long as we don't have the gilu, the revelation down here, that it's not noticeable yet in this world, that itself was a proof that was still not mamish by the essence. And only when Mashiach comes will we have that. Now, just like by the Bnei Yisrael after Matan Torah, what they achieved was the always before Matan Torah. Because we say that after Matan Torah, what's mainly noticeable, what's mainly emphasized, is the fact that now, some of them, I'm sure, came beguilly, whereas by Matan, before Matan Torah, we said, it's more about just the etzen, what they always were doing, like we said, the Koya from Amunah and so on. In a similar way, just like the avoid of after Matan Torah was Bukoya, the avoid of before Matan Torah, in a similar way, the Koya, everything that's going to be lost at Lahoy, is Bukoya of the avoid of Zmanazah. Because Lahoy, what's mainly being emphasized is in fact that Elikus is going to be in a revealed way in the world, whereas the avoid nowadays, and especially in the time of Golos, what's mainly emphasized is the avoid of Mitzhada Etzim, in other words, not so much the Giluyim. We don't really feel and and, and experience Elikus in a, in a revealed way. Rather, the avoid is more in a way of mystidas nefer. It's coming from the essence. That's the way the avoid is in the time of goals. And this gives the koyak later to what's going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. It says, There never lohoistif to add that the truth of the matter is that also the shlemus of lost in love, that too 
is included but in the Omois. That too was already by the Omois, the potential for that. As the Nazal tell us, that there was three people that the Abishtan gave them to taste in this world, similar to Oilum The three people are Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and the Gemara brings Psukim, Avram regarding whom there's a possible that says Bakoil, and Yitzchak regarding whom there's a possible that uses the word Mikoil, and Yaakov that says Koil. But the point is that Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov already had some of the Giluim of Asid Lavi as well. But of course, the main giluy of this, not only not only similar to Elam but the main giluy of all of this in a revealed way will, of course, be when Mashiach comes, when there will be the Tathlis Ashleim is the ultimate completion of all of this, not only by the Almois, but by every single one of B'nai Yisrael, because again, everything that happens when Mashiach comes is coming by the Avoid of B'nai Yisrael now with the Koyach of those. Says the Rebbe in Sifches, that this idea that the Shleimus Hagilui of Shema Vayi is going to be Lo'asiloi. And that is completely incomparable to the Shema Vayi as it is by Matan Torah. Which, compared to Lo'asiloi, is still actually Avaya Loinoi Datilam that Hashem's name is not known yet. This is hinted in the Parsha that's going to be read at Minchav Shabbos Parsha's Vayero, which is Parsha's Boy. On the Postage by Yoyber Hashem Alwaisha Boy El Pare, that Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, come to Pare. The Zoyar says, the Abishut of Moishud Amenu in Indrin Bos or Idrin rooms inside of rooms to deeper and deeper chambers. Legabe Tanino Chadoilo, which simply is referring to Paroi and the Klipas Paroi and so on and so forth. But, as Rebbe explains in many Sikhs, all of the Inyonim have also their Shoyrish in Kedusha. So there is also the idea of Pari within Kedusha. And as in another Parsha, Pasek uses the expression HaChamishis Paroi. The Rebbe explains this in many places, brings from the Zoyar, that the word Paroi could also mean from the term Ispiriu, the Isgalian Lina Kaldohoirin. Ispiriu means from there is uncovered and revealed all of the lights. That means Paroi really in the Shredish of Kedusha represents a level that's the source and the highest level of all in Zoyris. The Pasek that we just brought, HaChamishis Vapare, which simply is a Pasek speaking by Yosef, saying that a fifth is going to go to Paro, a fifth of the possessions of the Egyptians, and so on. But Chassidus explains that there is a four letters of Shem Havaya. Hamishis means number five, something that's beyond the four letters of Shem Havaya. And that HaChamishis Lepari, this is the level of Elikus that's higher than the Oilamois. And this is the Shema Vaya of Lasted Lahoi. This is the Gilu that's going to be Lasted Lahoi, completely higher than that which was revealed by Matan Torah. Just to clarify this last paragraph. In the Zoyar, speaking about the fact that Moesha Rabbeinu is coming into Paroi, so the Zoyar also explains it in a way that Ebbe explains the Zoyar, Apichsidis, and so on. But it's also referring to not only going into a parry of Klippa, but it's referring to a Gilui that's even higher than Shem Havaya. Pari representing a level that's higher than Shem Havaya, and therefore this is the hint to what we were saying before, that besides the Gilui of Shem Havaya that's being Nizgala by Matan Torah, there's something even higher than that, and that's, that's going to be Nizgala when Mashiach comes. Says the Rebbe, that Parshav Boy is the third Parsha in Sefer Shloist, which is the Sefer Ham to Ullah, 
And therefore, the Rebbe says, this is a hint also to the third Gula, to the eternal Gula, hinted also in the passage that says, Yichayeinu miyoyimayim, mayoyimashalishi yikimeinu v'nizhyilofanov, which is translated as, the Ebeshto will revive us from the two days, on the third day, he will send us out, and we will live before him. Which is a remembers again to the first two botting mikdash or gulois, and then finally the third one is the third gul. More specifically, just said that Parsha's boy is the third Parsha. So the Rebbe is now going to have a look at the three Parshas of Shmoiz, Va'era, and Boy. And the Rebbe says that generally this hints and corresponds to three general periods the period of before Makutairo, the period of Makutairo onwards. And the period of Mashiach. Parsha Shlois, which is speaking about the enslavement of Mitzrayim, Kura Barzel, that place where the Yidni were, so to speak, in the melting pot, the suffering that the Yidni had, that was all the Achana before Matan Torah. So Parsha Shlois generally is a hint of the Tkufa before Matan Torah. Parashas Bo'eru, as we just said before, is about the Eivish to telling the Yidl, tell Moishu Rabbeinu to tell the Yidl, Ani Alvaya, and V'edatim ki Ani Alvaya, so this is generally speaking about that promise of Matan Torah, and then Gi'u Yishem Alvaya, that's going to be by Matan Torah. And Parashas Bo'eru, which as we just explained from the Zoya, Bo'eru Pari could also mean the Pari of Kedusha, that level which is the source of the highest of all the lights and so on. This is a hint. To the mime of the math, to the way things are going to be, will ask it lovely when Mashiach comes. So, up until here, the Rebbe was me- mainly speaking about the Parshiois. And now the Rebbe is going to connect all of this also to the time of the year, Chaydeshvat, Yudshvat, etc. Says the Rebbe in Seif Tests. But yes, with Kashra, we could connect all of this to the time of the year that we read Parshas Vayir and the beginning of Parshas Boy, which is Shabbos Mavarful Chaydeshvat. The Shabbos Mavarot will Chaydish Shvat, of course, is, comes at the end of Chaydish Teves. Chaydish Teves, which is the 10th month. And that's the one that gives the Bracha, the Nesinas Koya for Chaydish Shvat, the 11th month. And the Torah refers to it. Postic says, Ashte Osar Chaydish, who Chaydish Shvat, so the 11th month, which is the month of Shvat, says the Rebbe, at the end of the 10th month, Chaydish Teves. Which ten, as we know, of course, as Shleimus Hamispor, is the complete number. So the end of the tenth month represents that the Yidin Zavoid are complete, and with this Koyach Yidin are now going. Once the Yidin Zavoid are complete, we now go to the Shleimus Hamlosin Lavoid to that level which is beyond completion, so to speak, which is hinted in number eleven. That number which is beyond the ten, the one that's higher than the ten spheres, whereas it says Antuchad. The love we say in Pasukelio, you are Shemar one, but not within the reckoning and the calculations of the ten spheres, one that's beyond the ten. Or similar to what we said before, like the Parshis of Oelan Boy, you have the avoid of after Matantoira, which is already the Gili Shemavaya, and then you come higher than that even, the Shleib was some loss in Lowe. Says the Rebbe, the idea of the Gula is also entered in the name of the Khaidir, and it's called in the names of the months, as the Gemara says, that the names of the months, Aluhi, and Mibavl, came with the Yidin out of Bavl, the names of the months. So the name of the 11th month is the month of Shvat. 
What does the name Shvat mean? What does the word Shvat mean? So the Rebbe says that the word Shvat or Shavit, say letter is Shavit, has two meanings. One from a posse that says Shivtein Moishlim, like the scepter of a ruler, and specifically the rulership, of course, of Malchus based Dolid, as the posse uses that exact expression, Layosur Shavit Miyahuda. Which Rashi explains that starting from David onwards, there's always the leaders and the princes and so on that rule the Yidden with the scepter, with the Shevet, until the time that Moshiach will come. We hear too the expression is used, come Shevet me, is that all the ruler, the Shevet, will come up from the Yidden, which is referring to Melech HaMashiach. So that's one meaning of the word Shvat or Shevet. Another meaning is a branch. As in the Pasuk, that a shoot will come forth from the stem of Yishai. The Neitzer Mishonosha of Yifra and a twig will sprout from his roots. So the Mephoshu over there explained one of the Yotzo Choyter Migezai Yishai, the Yenzi Shevet Melucha Mishonosha, a branch of Melucha will come out from Yishai. Which is coming to just Udavid Amalek, of course, referring to Moshiach. So here, what do we see in both of these Pirushim? That the word Shvat, both from the meaning of ruler or a scepter, as well as this branch or a twig, is all a reference to Moshiach. Says that Ebbin Sifiyu, Udavid, this is specific emphasis, specifically emphasizing our generation, with the tenth day in the month of Shvat, and the tenth day, of course, as the Pasuk uses the term, Hoasiri, Yekoidish to ten is specifically holy, and that's true in every month. But especially in the 11th month of the month of Shvat is the day of the Yimula of Kvoyish Kedushas What's the idea of a Yom The Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya that all of the actions in Torah and Avoidah of Tzadik that he has done during his lifetime is all revealed and shines down and brings salvation into the earth on that day that he, passed, that he passes away. And furthermore, and more importantly, there also gives the Koyat everything that's going to grow out of it, so to speak, from what was planted, from what was sown, from all of those masks and Torah and Avoida that he worked during his life, which is now going to continue to grow afterwards, until ultimately the smicha, the growth of the Gula, in this generation, the very last generation of Golos and the first generation of Gula, as the Nossi of our Doir has testified, that Kol Kol that all the times are up ready, and everything is ready for the Su'udah of the of Lassid Lavi, the table is set, with the Su'udah of the Leviathan and the Shreir Ambor, and the Yayin Amashur. Says the Rebbe, that the general time that's connected with this Hilula of Asiri Bishwat, the 70 years that the free Dikarebbe living with Gashmias and this physical world, and then the continuation of years afterwards, after you'd shot more than 40 years, since the Rebbe could be divided into three periods, which will be similar to the three general periods that we spoke about before over all generations, the period of before Matul Toidon, the period of Matul onwards, and then the times of Moshiach, which we also said before are connected and hinted in the parashies of Shloi, Eira, and Boy. How does this work? So the Rebbe says, the first period is 40 years from Tafresh Mem until Tafresh Pei. Tafresh Mem is when the Friedrich Rebbe was born. Tafresh Pei is when the Rebbe Rashab. 
was nostalgic. So the first 40 years is in the time of the Nasius of leadership of his father. And that started the main meaning you know, of spreading Hasidus to the outside, specifically through the founding of Tonkrit Mimim, which was run by the Ben Yochid of the Rebbe Rasham by the Friedrich Rebbe. So this is all similar to the avoid of the Avois and the preparation and the beginning for Martin Torah. Then comes the second period, which is the 30 years of the Friedrich Rebbe's actual Nasius. In a physical life down here in this world, from Tafresh, Petal, Tafshin, you would. Here is the main Chiddush, as the free Rebbe's Nasius. In his own being, Nasi, the leader, and the Rebbe of Chiddush Chabad, by spreading Chiddush to the outside, Mamish, and mainly the Chiddush of the last ten years, the completion of his Avoida, and spreading Chiddush also in the lower part of the world, the part in the Matul Torah, was not. And this is similar to the Chiddush of Matul Torah. The second period in the Friedrich Rebbe's life. And finally, the Rebbe says, comes a third period. That continuation of the Nasius after the Istalkus. And the Rebbe says, specifically, in the 11th day of the 11th month, of the 11th year. So the Rebbe is referring to Yud of Shvat, Topshin Yud Aleph. Which is, of course, the time that the Rebbe accepted the Nasius. So now started a much greater idiot in the whole idea of spreading Siddhis to the whole world. And finally, the completion of all Amoida, where we say that everything is ready for the Suodah, So this is three general periods that they ever put. First of all, again, the first 40 years, corresponding similar to the idea of so these are the years before the Friedrich Rebbe becomes a Rebbe so this is like then there is the years of the Friedrich Rebbe's Nasius, the 30 years until Tafshinyut and then the Rebbe is saying starting from after that is more similar already to the idea of Yimwe Samashiach says the Rebbe more specifically we could say that these three periods are also hinted in three periods within the 30 years of the Friedrich Rebbe's Nasius. The 30 years within his physical life in this world. The first period, from the beginning of the Friedrich Rebbe's Nasius until the time of the imprisonment and the Geula and leaving Russia, a time when there was all the decrees of the government. This is similar to the idea of before Martin Torah, like Eden being in Mitzrayim, in the Quran Barzel, in that melting pan, and so on. There was mainly the Avoid of Messidas Nepesh, similar to the Avoid of the Always. So that's all period number one. Like before Matan Torah, period number two, when the Friedrich Rebbe is in Poland, where his main avoider was learning and spreading Chassidus Chabad in a way of Avon of Aslam, in a way that it could be understood. Even though that up until that time, it was more like Chassidus Poland, similar to the idea of Yedatim Kiani Avayib of Matan Torah. So the Friedrich Rebbe brought that in Poland. Now it should be more the idea of Chassidus Chabad, which is more the idea of being able to understand the Likus, is bringing down the Likus in a way similar to the way it was by Martin Torah, and finally the third period, coming to America, coming to the lower part of the world, we hear is spreading the Chassidus, Mamish to the most distant and outside places, because bringing about the Gula, and which is Vashle, with Tate of Amiyad, as a famous announcement, that the Friedrich could have made, that immediately will do Tshuva, and immediately the Gula will come. Says the Rebbe in Sifidal, when a gay will practically, 
standing in Shabbos Levorach and Shema, especially the fact that it includes the 10th day of Shema. Every single one of us have to accept upon ourselves to add much more, much stronger in all of our act, and all of the actions, Torah and Avodah, of the Baal, Yilulah, Kuwait, Kedushah, Kuwaiti, Vukhami, Admur, Nesidirin, that which he had taught us from his ways, and we will go in his paths, Netzach, Salavot, forever and ever. Especially in the Bittul and Iskashus, to Kuwait, Kedushah, Kuwaiti, Vukhami, Admur, Nesidirin, Hanasi, Huakoyl, and what that practically means is, that each and every one of us, our whole Matthias, our whole existence, and every one of our details, back coil, recoil, coil, need to become completely, wholly designated and dedicated to the Nasi Adoir by becoming completely filled and permeated with fulfilling the Shulichus of the Nasi Adoir, the Moshe Amenisham Adoir, as we know that Goyer Lurishon, who Goyer Lachter in the first Redeemer, is also the last Redeemer. Which is made in his law, humbly, to bring about the way Samashiach, and that answers the number that the actual knowledge that immediately Kvodit Kedushas Moyri Vukhami had more to see that Reino will be walking in it. Because Akitsu and Adonu Shaykhni Alfar, we know that those that are resting in the dust will get up and sing and so on. The idea of Tchiyas Hamesim. So knowing that the Nasi Ador will immediately come in and look at each and every one of the Chassidim and the Bukusharim and testing and checking out his mind of the of his state of being, that itself arouses one and helps him finish off and complete in a way of Shulemus all of Ma'asenu, Avedasenu, all of our actions and our Avoida would be appropriate, says the Rebbe, to make special Fabrengen starting Shabbos Mavark and Chaynishwap. In addition to the Fabrengans of every Shabbos and seven parshas by Yaakov, is the idea of Makil Kiyilois to gather Yid in every Shabbos, to gather in Shulah and Batimedrish to learn Torah Barabin, especially to Rishchaynish Shemach. In addition to, to the custom of Fabrengan, every Rishchaynish. And as well as, of course, Ma'ashli Yasser Chaynish, Be'echud Lachaynish, the Rishchaynish Shemach, as we said, is mentioned as the 11th month on the first day, the Torah mentioned specifically. That Moshe Rabbeinu, in that day, Rishchidishvat started explaining all of the Torah in 70 languages, which was all I've laid off. The Ba'alai will spread it in 70 languages. This Fabregel should be to be oider to arouse and to strengthen each other in all of the above mentioned matters, specifically in hastening of bringing the Gula taken from the Yad, and as well as to be oider to make Achonis to the making the Fabregels of Yudshvat itself, that surely will be together with the Ba'alai Lul and the Sidirene Bereshainu. And Moshe and Aaron, as well along with them, as the Pasuk says, Hey, Mamadaram, they were the ones that came and spoke to Tayyid and Adam Mitzrayim, because immediately on the day of Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Lo'eru, even before we start reading Parshas Boi, Oyin will be going out of Golos with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, as we read in Mincha. And the manager says, Uve, the Shiwing Salkin, Uve, and Shiwing go up, that means Aliyah of all Yidin from the Golos to the Gula, Mitz Vashlemo including the Aliyah of the B'nai Yisrael to go up to, to the Dargah of the always being elevated to the Dargah of the always, which as we explained earlier in the Sikha, this means to the level of the essence of Yid. And the essence of Yid is well with the essence of Hashem. And within this itself, going higher and higher, without a limit, without an end, as the Apostle says, Yehul fume chayel they will go from strength to strength. Yeroel elikim b'tziyoing, Seeing themselves with Hashem in Tzioin, in the third base of English, and in the triple base of English, it's made up of three, 
the Migdush Admei Koinu Yadecha the Beis Hamigdush that's made by Hashem's hands Himself.